Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome to the Fire From Heaven Philosophy. I'm your host, AJ, from Fire From Heaven. Today, I'm not live streaming on Facebook as I normally do. Um, it's It was super nice out yesterday, and now it's freaking cold out again today. So, so there's that. <laughs> but, um, so, today I decided I would start this series on... Uh, Sorry, there's a semi behind me yesterday, all that noise. I would start this series on uh, the short-lived artist uh, versus the enduring artist. For lack of a better name that I don't have yet, um, I was thinking of calling it the artist proverb, proverbs or something, but, you know, just, uh, I don't have an f- official name yet, but uh, we'll get to that at some point. And actually, I didn't even realize it. We have like over sixty episodes already. Like holy, holy crap! Holy shoot! And uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. It's um, this guy I listened to. Uh, I'm totally blanking out on his name. Uh, Russell Brunson. Uh, he's kind of like this marketing expert guy and stuff, and has like. You know, really great books on marketing and stuff like that, and uh, uh, he has a podcast uh, that I listen to from time to time. And uh, he says when he first started his podcast, he he actually was doing kind of like what I do. He records it in the car while he's driving and stuff. And but he said if he could actually see the analytics for his podcast, he probably would have never got where he is now with it. Um, <laughs> and I just and I was just literally just about to kind of actually celebrate the fact that we're up to about like five consistent listeners now, which, uh, it sounds stupid, you know, but, like, you just celebrate small things, you know, and, um, you know, I don't do that just, just for any, like, sort of, like, in a sense, like, worldly success of, like, you're getting lots of numbers and stuff like that, you know, if I do, you know, by all means, that's awesome, and that's something I celebrate, for sure, but also, you just gotta stick with it, what you know you need to do, regardless of whether, you know, there's a lot of numbers or not. Like, <laughs> five consistent listeners sounds like nothing to celebrate, but you just celebrate the small wins, you know? You know? I, I call that a win because, like, I, I think it's great that people are listening to this, and uh, I, I hope getting some value out of it. Um, so, yeah. I'm really... Really excited about that. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start that kind of, um, kind of like the audiobook series for, uh, you know, the enduring artist and the, uh, or the short-lived artist versus the enduring artist. Again, for lack of a better book name that I haven't come up with yet. <laughs> so, kind of what this is gonna be. Is a a reading of the book. Maybe we'll take it like chapter by chapter. Uh, I have, I kind of have an outline of chapters. I'm still like every day when I'm working on it, I end up adding chapters or kind of just. I haven't really even started on some chapter ideas because I'm like debating on whether that's an idea or a topic worth talking about or not. Um, but uh, yeah, so 
it's basically going to just going to be like this comparison to uh, two different mindsets I struggle with as an artist, which is the mindset of the short-lived artist and the mindset of the enduring artist. That sometimes I'm I'm the short-lived artist. I'm thinking that way, and at other times I'm the enduring artist. So these are kind of like two different mindsets. Just picture them that way. So, and really, like, what this book is really just about is like, just my my focus is to like share what I've learned about creating music and just kind of to generalize it a little more just creating art any kind of like artistic or creative thing which is a lot of things um just how kind of how to uh, how I've learned how to do it I guess so I'm not gonna say any of these things are like absolute because you know they're always you know, certain instances where it may be different. I don't know. This is just me sharing what I've learned and trying to write it in a, in a, in a way that's like kind of understandable where you can kind of see black and white, uh, you know, the short lived artist and the enduring artist, kind of like that black and white. You see how they contrast and you see how when one does something, it just kind of causes certain things. And when another, another does something, it causes certain things. So, um, <clears throat> but the, yeah, these are just kind of like general truths I've discovered about creating art. So, the first chapter is, uh, depending on circumstances versus changing your worst circumstance. You. Alright, so that's the first chapter. For, for lack of a better, shorter, more, uh, witty <laughs> name for a chapter, because I... I I just don't, you know, as I'm, like, writing this, I'm also refining it and stuff, yes, and this is, okay, so this is a rough draft, okay, I'll just say that, (laughs) this is a rough draft, and I, you know, just to, to portray the idea, you know, as clearly as I can, you know, I'll go back and maybe make chapters, you know, fewer words or whatever, more, uh, clever or whatever, I don't know, I don't know if I will, maybe because that kind of, I don't know. I'm rambling. (laughs) So, uh, we're going to go ahead and read. The short-lived artist will focus on circumstances. The enduring artist will focus on doing their work every day, regardless of circumstances. The starving artist will focus on circumstances. They will be short-sighted, jumping from one uh, one platform to the next, trying to build a following. When I was young... Just entering into the music industry, I had no idea what I was doing. All I had was what I knew I should do and a massive vision to do it. Without the wisdom and breaking down my vision into everyday achievable steps, I would get nowhere. If you can't do it today, how will you ever do it? As I sought more and more to get a foothold in the music industry, I started looking for a band to start writing music with. Here's the problem. I wasn't doing anything to really help develop my art or build a following. I would just learn heavy metal songs, play them in the back of my room, hidden away from the rest of the world. When I finally would contact a band through, you know, something like a Facebook page or whatever, even SoundCloud, 
After months of waiting, I would get the same answer. You have talent, but you can't write or produce a decent demo track even. And I got very butthurt about that, but it was good advice. In the modern age, an artist does not have any excuses not to have a couple of decent demos of their own music produced or some works of their art or whatever it is you do on display for people to see, and I didn't realize that yet. After hearing this many times, I got fed up. I said to myself, screw this band thing. I will start my own, and I will do it myself. Something Leonardo da Vinci once said. I shouldn't have to, to elaborate on who that is. You know, Renaissance artist, famous guy, you know, did, did some crazy stuff, some cool stuff. Um, he said, it had long since come to my intention that people of accomplishment rarely sat back and let things happen to them. They went out and happened to things. I love this idea of happening to things as opposed to to very commonplace worldly idea of letting things happen to them. Many artists wait for something to happen to them in order to do the work of their art, in order to complete their present work and move on to the next. I waited for a long time, not really doing much in the meantime. I sat back and just expected, expected that things would happen to me. The popular idea, get my big break as I say. <laughs> Waiting for your big break or big opportunity is a mistake. You don't have time to make. You don't or you don't have to make that mistake that I did. You're an artist, you're you are creative, so get out there and find a way to start happening to things. Leonardo da Vinci is one of the greatest artists in history because he didn't wait for things to happen to him, whether good or bad. He happened to things. Back to you know a little bit about my own story. I decided to stop being dependent on my circumstances in order to really start doing the work of my art and developing it. I also thought I didn't that I didn't need any help and I could do everything on my own. I may not have realized it at the time, but without without my dad sitting down and trying to make the chaos of those random guitar riffs into a song helping me produce those first few rough albums, I would never be where I am today. And I definitely wouldn't be writing this to you. I can't thank you enough for that, Dad. The point of this is to show you, when I was looking for a band, I could have done so much for myself in those few years. I was still in high school. And a lot of times just came home and played Skyrim or my guitar. I am so glad I always developed my guitar skills and, you know, riff writing skills and just writing guitar stuff. But at this time, I could have really laid a great foundation for myself as an artist, but I didn't because I was very dependent on my circumstances for my work and art to, prog to progress in any way. I had the idea, like so many young guitarists like me. That I needed a band and an album or two to really start building a following and making an income as an artist. So, I waited for several years. Yeah, maybe I'd put up a YouTube video here and there. But I wasted so much time that I could have used to land me in a situation where I could support my family completely from my art. But I'm not like living in regret or trying to make you regret anything. Because all artists must 
have a journey. I'm not trying to give a sh- give you a shortcut because I don't believe in shortcuts. And I'll talk more on that in a later chapter, but I want to get back to the first difference between a starving artist and an enduring artist. I'll just clarify. Uh, I ha- I originally started with the idea of starving artist and enduring artist. I decided to change it because there's actually a book called The Starving Artist. And, um, you know, I, I uh, also wanted to change it to, you know, something like short-lived artist. So, so this is, uh, I like the... Um, short-lived artist waited for my circumstances to change rather than realizing I was the thing, I was the circumstance that needed to change. I have to quote one of my most favorite mentors in this book because he is part of the reason I'm here writing this to you as well. Your circumstances are, you are the circumstance that needs to change. CJ Ortiz, the metal motivator. This short statement changed my life. All my life, I was waiting for the stars to align and for me to have my big break as an artist. The problem is most artists don't ever really have a big break. It's just a culmination of years of dedication to their work and to their art and the result of everyday consistent practices. Natural will become supernatural when you can do it every single day. But the starving artist never realizes this. The the short-lived artist never realizes this. They wait for the stars to align and to get their big break. Some might get on some talent show or something, and then afterwards nothing happens because they don't have any platform for themselves in which people can find them, support them, or just follow them. If they do, it's like a personal Facebook or Instagram with a bunch of random things, maybe a guitar video or music video here and there, but nothing consistent, which implies I'm unprofessional. The short-lived artist waits... As if the universe owes him something. As if he is entitled to something just because he has a dream. The star or the the short-lived artist waits till he has the right circumstances to sit down and do the work of his art. Many don't even know what it means to do the work of his art. It simply means to sit down, take what talent and skills you have and develop them, grow them. Make them more than they are and seek to grow and move toward your goal in some sort of way every single day. The short-lived artist is easily moved by cultural norms and, you know, it's cultural norms like, <laughs> this is just an example I gave in the book when I'm writing it and, um... You know, this is just like what I thought of, like going to college and getting a real job, as they say. Not saying it's a bad thing, just saying if you feel you don't need to go, then don't. I say this as a homeschooling kid who hates that the government has any involvement in the schooling system whatsoever. So that's why I steer clear of that. That might be the metalhead in me coming out a little bit as well. It is in my nature to go against the grain of society. But this isn't... The only cultural norm that could hinder an artist. There are also music industry norms that do more to hinder artists than it does to encourage growth. It's hard to draw the line with with following cultural norms. So I would just encourage you to seek wisdom and discernment because I don't want to tell you to disobey, you know, your parents or your elders or whatever or family if they want you to like 
do something and you know i just um you know i don't want to discourage that i'm just saying don't be don't be all about the cultural norms because they're very hindering at question things that are commonplace the short-lived artist is dependent on circumstances the enduring artist is not and will make time for his art wherever he is. A people that no longer honor their elders is a people that will pass away. So I'm not saying don't do that. There's a way to honor them without dishonoring them. They have valuable wisdom to offer as counterintuitive as that sounds in American culture in year 2022. Elders do have wisdom to offer. Here's the point. The short-lived artists will follow the cultural norms and live how everyone else wants them to. Remember what I said now. There's a way to honor those who want us to follow cultural norms like parents or grandparents without dishonoring them. I will always encourage you to seek wisdom and discernment here, and that is usually by spending time with those who are experienced and wise. Seek a mentor, even if it's a random person online. Who you listen to at that time, one of mine was C.J. Ortiz, Metal Motivator. The short-lived artist will be satisfied by cultural norms like having a good job and money so they don't sit down and work outside of their job anymore. Here's another short story to kind of give you an example. When I first moved out of my parents, um, I was probably like 19 or 20. I don't even remember. And I moved to, to the city my girlfriend was moving to so we'd be closer. I ended up landing probably like one of the highest paying jobs I've ever had. But mostly because I only did you know, got paid like 10 bucks an hour at most of my jobs. And it was like the hardest work I ever done. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, even at the starting pay up to that point, and eventually went up, you know, even further. So I really had it made. But I didn't have it made because success is not getting a lot of money. It's being a faithful steward of all you have, including the small things and especially the talents I had cultivated through the years of practice at that time. I wasn't. I was okay with my discomfort because it was comfortable enough. I was okay with living in a cage because it was very comfortable, but a part of me was dying, and soon that cage door would be locked shut, and I would possibly never get out and recover that part of me that was dying. A truth I've come to realize is that it wasn't my circumstances that needed to change. I spent hours every night playing games, and then even longer I was sleeping. So it wasn't my circumstances, it was me. I was a lazy and unfaithful steward of what I had. The only thing I was consistent with was playing video games, eating, and sleeping. I was doing nothing to learn and grow myself either, and that's a problem, because if you aren't growing, you're shrinking. Eventually, I got so frustrated, I did what I felt I had to do to recover this part of myself. I quit my job. I had enough saved up to pay for rent for a couple of months. I started reading a lot. Started back up on my projects and left off where I was. I had a YouTube channel and started doing videos again. I had done a couple while working this job, but never as many as I did in those few months. After I ran out of money from not finding a new job, I endured one of my greatest failures and ran back home to mom and dad with my tail between my legs. Luckily, they were welcoming, so I sat down and grinded out a few albums in the span of... A few months, where my first halfway decent work was done. The first few months back home, I didn't do anything but write. 
and write. I'm grateful for that time because I was able to develop skills that I use all the time now. But here's what I want to point out. I do that same exact thing now. Every day while also working a full-time job and taking care of a family. We just had our first child and life is much more challenging than it's ever been in my entire life. But I'm also creating more music than I've ever before as well. When I had more time, I squandered it. When I had less, I had to figure, I had to either figure something out or give up my creative work on music entirely. The starving artist will always think he has to decide between two extremes and that he can't do both. Whew. I didn't realize I had this much in the chapter written down. Holy crap. This is about the only chapter that I have like this much written, though. We'll keep reading. Hopefully we can get through the uh, entire chapter. And I think next episode we'll kind of go back and talk about things a little bit. But we'll finish reading. Uh, there's not a whole lot left to this chapter. Uh, the enduring artists will focus on doing their work every single day, regardless of circumstances. He knows that in the long run, small, natural things done every single day add up to supernatural things. He knows the power of his every day, and he utilizes as much time as possible. He is not this perfect picture of this perfect artist that always gets things done every day. Sometimes he fails to sit down and do his work every day. Sometimes he fails to utilize his time in the best way every day, but he is long-suffering because he is the enduring artist. He is not perfect in the fact that he hates perfection, and he knows many want things to be perfect, and if it isn't done perfectly, that is that it's a pointless pursuit and might as well give up and wait till another new year to try and do his work every single day for a year straight. He is enduring. He is able to fail quickly, learn from it, and keep going. If he misses a day, he is frustrated, but he does not cling to it, and it's pointless. And he doesn't think that it's pointless to keep trying. He is long-suffering. This means patiently enduring lasting offense or hardship. He understands that it will never be a perfect situation or circumstances, and he endures the hardship of struggling to create something. He knows that the work of art is a struggle, a battle that must be fought every day, and he is okay with that. So, well, I'm surprised that there was actually that much to read. <laughs> you know, that's you know, just a picture of, again, the small things done every single day add up to supernatural things. Not saying this book is supernatural or anything. I'm just saying I spend maybe 10 minutes a day writing. <laughs> you know, but it's every day. You know, what does that add up to? Like, after a week? 70 minutes! That's 70 minutes of writing. Not necessarily 70 minutes of content. But, excuse me. But, point is... You know, I got that far writing by just spending maybe 10 minutes a day writing. So, again, just pointing out that's like, if you can't do it today, who's to say you're going to do it tomorrow? I mean, what's the point if, like, what's the point if you can't do it today? So, I'm going to close with that thought. And, uh, I think tomorrow, uh, that was kind of a lot, 
to, to just straight up read all of it. I was thinking I would go and explain it, but maybe I'll just kind of read the chapter, kind of explain th- some things, talk a little bit may- about it a little bit more maybe. Um, but we're going to close, close with that, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Stay metal!